You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Ryder. It's always game day. As that big voice just told you, he's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. I'll be honest with you, Daryl. We're going to have some fun today. We're going to talk about some off the ball, off the wall and off the ball subjects, uh, especially when it comes to uh, people who are playing for the Browns. We always love having you on board. And if you want to be a part of the show, you know how to do it, right? All you got to do is go to social media, Instagram or Twitter and hit us up on game day CLE. Daryl, how are you? I am great. Summer vacation kicking in for the Browns, for soon to be for me, soon to be for you. So, and the sun sets past 9 p.m. here in Northeast Ohio. I love this it. Is like my, I... This is my favorite time of the year. It really is. I love the 9 p.m. sunsets. So I'm a big fan of 7.30, 8 o'clock sunsets during the fall because the weather's always good. It's high school football on Friday nights, <clears throat> and that's that's my favorite time of year. Uh, I could live without winter. I Although Phelps keeps saying, Daryl, that he thinks we're going to have a really, really not, – not that he's our staff meteorologist or anything, but because it took so long to kind of get to where we are right now, and it's still pretty chilly at night, that he thinks we're going to have a pretty warm fall, that, we're, that the seasons have shifted like crazy. Yes. And I think now we can see it, and I think we can feel it. We'll have to call Mark Johnson on that. I'm sure he'll tell me I'm full of you-know-what, so – but I, I don't know. I got the same feeling. I just hope we don't have a cold winter. Uh, well, we didn't have, aside from the Christmas below freezing three days. That oh, we had, I'm right? still thawing out from that game. Yeah. Um, we, I didn't shovel snow last winter at all. Did really? not use the, did not use the snow shovel one time. It snowed three times. And each time I walked outside, I looked at the driveway and I said, I can walk through this. I can drive through this. I am not shoveling. Don't need to. Because it just it didn't 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 have a big snowstorm, so uh, no complaints there. But I am with you. It feels like these seasons are shifting. That's uh, great for but, football. Let's be honest; it's great for football. But this year, Brown season is shifting earlier. We're getting we're going to get football starting in uh, late uh, mid to late July this year mm. because of the the Hall of Fame game and festivities and stuff. When we get to go to, at least I do, uh, down to uh, Greenbrier uh, in West Virginia. Um, but, yeah, th- I don't think people understand. This is going to be the longest preseason known to man. Like, it really is. The, it's going to start July 22nd with the first practice, and they're not going to play a game until September 10th. That yeah. is a very, very, very long preseason. While you talk – I'm going to look at a calendar, and I'm going to count the weeks, and I'm going to tell you how many weeks this is. Go ahead. Oh, here we go. Math with Daryl. He now has his calendar out. Let me tell you exactly what he's doing. He's inside his studio brought to you by, oh, 
could be brought to you by you. That's right, fill in the blank studio where Daryl Ryder is now living uh, and doing his. You could probably name my studio too here at my house too because I've got an old set that I don't ever sit behind and I've got some neon lights and some old baseball bats and what else do I got? I got some posters and all kinds of good stuff. Daryl, what'd you figure out? How many weeks? Eight weeks. Eight weeks until Greenbrier? No, eight weeks of training camp. Uh. <laughs> That's what I just that is like two months of hell. <laughs> How bad do these guys hate that? That's, and that's only because they have the Hall of Fame game this year. Because they have the they Hall picked of up Fame an extra game. two weeks. They picked up a two week. So instead of a six week training camp, which is a big enough pain in the ass, we're gonna and, have an eight week training camp for the Browns. And their and, mandatory mini camp was a week earlier, wasn't it? And, yeah, they they slashed off a week of OTAs so that they could have the uh, the mandatory minicamp a week earlier but yeah that it just it has been setting in as i've uh because i got my hotel booked i'm all set there ready right. to go because everyone's but, worried about that daryl are you do you now listen i'm gonna ask you a question about the hotel here okay because it's supposed to be a nice place right are you staying at the green bar yes or no? we, we are not staying at the green bar oh. we are we're staying in the town over. next to green bar yeah, okay. so like we're a 15-minute drive. Without saying away. the name of the hotel, how many stars do you think it would have if most people were paying attention? Uh, well, it's West Virginia, though, so I don't know. Like, <laughs> um, All right, true I'm or false? Say, I, I'm going to say – True or false? Let's, let's, I want to play a hotel game with you here, Daryl. Okay. Ready? Okay. I'll, I'll, say, I'll hotel, say three and a half to four stars out of okay. five. You're in a hotel, and um, they have a drawer, and the drawer is full of – all kinds of candy bars and popcorn and peanuts. And there's also a refrigerator that's fully stocked. And you know that you can eat anything you want, but you know you are going to have to pay for it. If you are going to have to pay for it, will you take that $6 Snickers bar? Uh, no. Now, if because the company is picking up the tab, will you eat the $6 Snickers bar? No, because I don't abuse my travel privileges. I, I always make sure I stay within my budget and I can get the $6. What if you're Snickers within the bar. budget? What if you're within the budget and yet have the, and you didn't eat dinner that night and you didn't have your budgeted dinner that night? Well, I, actually, there may be a few days where I, where I actually skip dinner. <laughs> okay. So now if the $6 Snickers is sitting in the hotel, will Daryl Ryder no. eat it underneath the guidelines of food expenditure for the day? No. No, because I no I I will I will go to the gas station and get the two dollars Snickers bar. <laughs> and will you charge the two dollars Snickers bar back to the company? Probably not, because the company probably would not reimburse that expense. Uh, now that's sad. I think most companies would, especially if you just need to get some. And if it was your only meal of the day, that's a win for the company. <laughs> that's I a do, win I, because I, I do mean, believe we get a McDonald's free breakfast. For at our, bucks I, now, I think right? we get a free breakfast at our hotel. Oh, 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 well, there you go. So that did they, so, if there's $5 for meal money, that's one meal board, down, one meal is covered. Some companies will make you stay in a hotel that has breakfast in it. So that, that way they don't have to cover the breakfast. <laughs> well, the, the I browse... once had a general manager and I won't say that not in this market. They said that if it cost a nickel to go to the bathroom while sitting down, they would explode first. <laughs> and I cleaned that up. <laughs> That's how cheap the station was that I was working for. If it cost a nickel to use I, the restroom, 
they would explode first before spend the nickel. I, by nature, am a frugal traveler to begin with. Okay. So I don't, I, I don't really change my habits whether I'm on a company dime or on, or I am on my dime. I always pretend that it is on my dime. So I hit up the free buffet <laughs> when I can. Okay. Uh, now, secret just, to the travel, Daryl. I am not ashamed to take a bottle of water or orange juice with me on the road so that I have something to drink to tide me over to midday or whatever. So yeah. That, so I'm going to give you a little. I'm going to give you a tip from the other side. When you budget for a trip, you expect that money to be spent. Yes. So if the money is not spent and you need to make the a very similar trip somewhere down the road, that money ain't going to be there. Yeah. Or if you need to cut somewhere, you can always say, okay, well, we cut there. And so, and you know, because you were the worst on the road. Let me tell you, I've had many a fine steak to make sure the budget was met. Yeah. Um, let's just say that. Now, I don't know if I'd be doing that now if I were you. I'm, I, uh, happy. I'm happy you're going. So let's just leave it I, at that. I, I actually, you're. There. Years ago, I, I did run afoul of the, uh, the, um, <clears throat> the, the daily limit. I thought that I could eat at Subway one night so that I could save up a bunch of money. for So my, you could have one nice dinner. So right? I could have one nice dinner. And, That's the way and, we normally do it. Well, one I, nice dinner. But that ran afoul of, of company policy, so I had to. Would you get a $1,000 fine? I didn't say the whole thing. No, I just, you know, I just had to, you know, reimburse the expense, which was no big deal. But um, the, uh, so yeah. How I much am... was the expense, Daryl? I'm just curious. Are you are you trying to get me in trouble right now? I'm just saying, was it more than $100? It was close to it. It was not right. more than, but it was All close right, so to I'm going to give you one story here and then we're going to break. We once did a trip in the beginning of the year for, I can't, I, I, I don't know if I want to out the person, Okay. We Go did ahead. a very, it was the beginning of a season uh, sports. Okay. Uh, it was, it was a professional sports team. And I was part of a group that traveled with the professional sports team without giving away too much here. Right. We started off the season and we had talked to the boss about this and said, Hey, um, you know, we're just going to kick off the season. He's like, you know, go out and have one really nice dinner to get things going. That's great. Well, all the bills, went to one single person and the single person didn't realize that, you know, we were a party of like 10, right? So they had already added the tip in, but that Oops. person didn't understand it. So we added another 20% in. So the tip on the bill was 40% at this high end steakhouse. And I remember going back. It's, it's one of the few times I ever went back to my boss and I go, I'm sorry. I didn't see the bill. And the other person we were with, had no clue what they were doing. And I'm not a drinker either. That's the other thing. So like I was looking at everybody else's bill. And if you're a drinker, man, that thing's through the roof. If you're not a drinker, right. it's somewhat reasonable. And, you know, I came back to it's one of the few times I walked into my boss's office and I was like, hey, I am really sorry. I did not realize what was going on with the tip. And the tip wasn't because they got the bills were singled out, but gratuity was already included. But you couldn't see it on the bill because I remember looking at it going, this is crazy high especially with the tip and well, then I went back and apologize. So speaking of gratuity, I, I read, uh, there are gratuity limits as sure. well. What, so no, I don't um, want to know. Don't say it. Sorry. But no, I'll just say this. Uh, so because I always tip 20% as someone who used to work in the service industry when I was, you know, 16 to 18 years old. Uh, and <laughs> the tips were minuscule at best. 
Sure. I, I just always tip 20%. So what no, I, I do too. I always, what, do too. what I would do is I would go to the, the maximum allowed, uh, within the, uh, the expense, whatever. And then I dip into my wallet and I threw cash on the table to make up the, uh, the final percentage to, to get up to 20% so that they didn't look at it and be like, Oh man, type of a thing. So I I've done that. There you have it. Brown's travel math for anyone that was wondering behind the scenes of the big trip. Um, I also want to talk about uh, something that's going on with the show. And we're going to get to that when we come back. It's always game day. Included. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It's always game day in Cleveland. Daryl Ryder, Andy Baskin. Mobile sports betting finally legal in Ohio. Has been since January. BetQL is here to help you make the most informed bets possible. See all of today's winners by heading to BetQL.com or by downloading the BetQL app and claim your free three-day trial today. Head to BetQL.com slash news slash 92.3 The Fan for exclusive sportsbook offers as we continue our It's Summer Vacation Edition of It's Always Game Day in Cleveland. All right, he's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. I want to make it perfectly clear, too, the things we talked about in the first segment were not current. So they were both of our – we were talking about former jobs. Neither yes. one of them are current. So let's just make sure that that's 100% perfectly clear former employers. Um all right, let's talk a little bit about the Browns here because I just don't know that uh, – I thought it was interesting Mary Kay Cabot talked about it bringing in a third running back um, or bringing in another running back, but not a big-name running back. Daryl, do you think they're going to bring another running back in? Uh, I, for what? That I mean, that that's my question. Like, for what? They, well, they let have... me go back because I think Browns fans would like to see Kareem Hunt come back, but in well, her story, she I... also – she doubled down on the – they think Kareem Hunt's out of gas, basically. Well, here's the thing. They have six running backs on the roster now. What the hell do they need a seventh running back for? I, I mean, that I, I'm not disputing anything, but like Nick Chubb, Jerome Ford, Demetric Felton, John Kelly, uh, uh, Hassan Hall, and Nate McCrary. Those are the six guys they have on the roster. The three guys that I think are actually going to make the roster are Chubb, Ford, and Felton. So, again... Like, why would they need another running back? Um, hey, Daryl, let me just say this really quick, too. It wasn't Mary Kay that said the Browns think his speed is slipping. It was Terry Pluto that said that. I just want to make sure. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, so I like that. that's my question then, Andy, is why would they bring in another running back? What? Where, where's he going to be? Where, what, what's he going to do? So I, I just – I don't – if they do it, it'd be a head scratcher for me. Because if anything, I got to figure out what Demetri can do and what Jerome Ford can do. That to me is like what the preseason is really all about. Uh, you know, who's going to be that backup running back behind Nick Chubb? And then who's going to be the third guy, right? And um, that said, Daryl, I wouldn't pick anybody up until the mega cut day. Right. right? There's I, I no just, reason to pick anybody up until mega cut day. 
And I don't yeah. even know what day that is, but we know well, everyone, that is, I there's only this, one cut this year for everybody. That is correct. And I um, uh, pull it in because I have it in my phone. Uh, I believe it's August 29th. Yes, it's August 29th uh, at 4 p.m. They will go from 90 to 53. Uh, wow. And the Browns everybody were one of goes from 90 to 53. That's correct. Amazing. And and Andrew Barry and the Browns were among the team. There were like 20 teams that asked for this, too. Um, and the whole reason why is so that they can, the waiver wire gets flooded. Uh, you're talking what, uh, 40 guys, almost 40 guys per team times 32 teams. That's like 1200 players, Andy, right. Hitting Mm -hmm. the waiver wire, which means what it's going to be easier to get guys through the waiver wire and onto practice squads. So like, that's, that's the big impetus behind the, Let's not go from 90 down to 75 and then from 75 to 53. It's all about, you know, you flood that waiver wire on August 29th. Practice squads can be formed on August 30th in the afternoon, right? So that's why everyone wanted this, including Andrew Barry. So I just... Yeah, I just don't see the the purpose of them bringing in yet another running back when you have two young guys that I think are capable of being the number two and number three running back, and they cost no money as well. Keep that in mind. And, yeah, I, I just – the only thing I can think of is they don't think that there's much with John Kelly – and as the number four guy and they're looking for an insurance policy like just taking a step back looking like big picture trying to present all angles of that argument Andy that's the Mm -hmm. only thing I can think of is they would be looking for another insurance policy going into training camp Uh, Daryl otherwise I just don't see them I, I just don't know where they're lacking at this point. I mean, everyone still wants to talk about Hopkins, but I think that's – I mean, I haven't heard anything about that for the last four or five days. So what, One position they're lacking in my view. Linebacker? Yep. Yeah. Because, at, look, JOK coming off injury. Anthony yeah, Walker true. Jr. coming off injury. Uh, Sione Takitaki coming off injury, right? So your you top three linebackers are all coming off injuries – that landed each one of those on IR to finish out last season. Um, Walker, obviously the most severe injury of them all. Uh, but yeah, I, I just, I, I would say there I'm a little concerned. Um, uh, you know, Jordan Kunyancic, look, I, Jim Schwartz is a big fan of him. Yeah, he wore his jersey. By the way, did Schwartz wear any jerseys during Manfred? No. I, okay. He did not because I was looking for it. I was like, oh, this is – because when he did that – Yeah, nobody said it. OTAs, so I just assumed he didn't do it. Yeah, so when he did that during OTAs, I'm like, okay, this is going to be a bit that he's going to do, so I need to pay attention every practice to see what shirt he's wearing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so he didn't do that during mandatory minicamp. They also have Tony Fields. Let's not forget about him. He's a fifth-round right. pick from the 21 uh, draft. Uh, and then they, you know, they, they, they got a couple of, uh, you know, free agents they signed this year. Uh, Matt Adams, the special teamer that they signed, uh, uh, this off season, uh, from Chicago. So yeah, there's, that's, I would say if there's one area of concerns, the wrong word, but if there's one area where I look at it and say depth 
isn't maybe as strong, it's linebacker. But also, too, the, the linebacker position in this defense I don't think is going to be as critical as in previous schemes, if that makes sense. No, it makes total sense. I, I get everything you're saying. All right, Darryl, gonna, yeah, I mean, they're going to be playing more. They're going to be playing more safeties and corners. So you're going to have a lot of packages where there's one or two linebackers on the field. Like I, I, I would be surprised if there is more than 20% of the snaps where they've got three linebackers on the field. So you're saying like a five, three or a, even a six, two. Right, that's kind of what you're getting at, or no? Oh no, 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 it'd be a, it'd be a, 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 a or they'll five, put those guys back in the D. Yeah, it'd yeah. be like a, you know. Although four, it does sound a, like they're going to shake up the front four, right? I mean, th- I feel like they yeah. think they. Have it's going to be like there, a four, so they, you know, a, a four-two-five or a five-one-five gotcha. type of. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, no, I totally get it. It's it it's it's a wide nine four three but you know they're gonna have five six guys with their hands in the dirt trying to you know get you know get after the quarterback and really allow the corners and safeties to play man to man all right i, I want to bring up a stadium issue that daryl's not quite aware of yet but it was uh something that broke while we were doing the podcast it's it's um well i'll bring it up when we come back it's always game day in cleveland it's always game day in Cleveland. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. If you like what you're listening to, then subscribe to the podcast. Okay. So, you know, we've talked a lot about stadiums and, you know, unfortunately the Browns haven't, won't get to partake in uh, what's going on with the AFC North during the summer here. And that is Taylor Swift in Columbus. This according to Fox eight, um, Taylor Swift day in Ohio, July 1st could be a new state holiday. Why? What? Because Taylor Swift will be at Paycor Stadium on June 30th and July 1st as a part of her Eras tour, which was just in Pittsburgh. So I don't know if she's in Baltimore. She really like, I mean, that is just a slap in the face to Browns fans. And I know I should just shake it off, but well, uh, Paycor Stadiums, you know, there's a reason why we can't have nice things. So Paycor Stadiums in Cincinnati, Andy, not Baltimore. Oh, uh, no, I know. I said, no, I said, I don't know if Baltimore is oh. getting it, and the legislation is coming through because it's she, she's going to pay core. They're really going to do a... So according to Fox 8, this story is... And by the way, Meredith, did you get all the jokes I just... I, I dusted in there? I hope no one understood them. This is why we can't have nice things, right? You with me on that? Fox 8 reporting this, they're trying to do a day. By the uh, way, the uh, the state budget that has that $62 million for the land bridge. Oh, are you getting still, serious on me now? Go ahead. Give me the serious it, stuff now. Yeah. It, it's still stuck in. No, I'm making fun of this whole thing because the stuff that matters, like the state budget, which needs to be done by July 1st, that's still stuck in Senate committee right now. So it's not getting through? It, or it's got still, a couple days ago? They're still going through it. It hasn't, it hasn't gotten to a vote in the Senate yet. But hey. They've got a Taylor Swift day ready to go for the governor to sign off on. All right. Well, all right hang on. Let, me, let me make sure good I'm giving all the really good juicy good stuff. Good to on. know the politicians in Columbus have their priorities straight as always. Hang on. By the Foxy. way, don't forget to vote in the special election in August. That one's kind of a, a big deal. They, they put in a law, no August special elections, and then decided, hey, oh, we, now we want a special election in August. That's how this state is run. Okay, so uh, two representatives, one a Democrat and one a Republican. There we go. We can work together in this state. Are introducing a resolution to make our wildest dreams come true. 
uh, and designate July 1st as Taylor Swift Day in Ohio. The bipartisan duo have no bad blood and represent Hamilton County. See, everyone's making jokes about their songs with the thing. And, of course, uh, she'll be at PACOR on the 30th and the 1st of July. There you go. And you know everyone that went to Pittsburgh, so no one's going to Cincinnati, right? I do. Okay, quick update. We have a Go quick ahead. update. Uh, all right, I, I stand corrected. I'm going to – I guess I'm on assignment as soon as we're done with this podcast. Why? Uh, the the budget did pass the Senate today. Oh, it did? Okay, so what does that mean? Well, I don't know. I got to comb through 5,000 pages of state budget to see if that uh... line item is still in there. All right, well, so maybe we should end this podcast early. Nah, soon. we're we're fine. We're fine. I'm I'm pulling up the the bill text right now. Uh... All right, Daryl. Well, I think we've done enough damage for one podcast tonight. So on our next edition of It's Always Game Day in Cleveland, we're going to talk more about this budget that just passed tonight, right? Yeah, I am trying to comb through it right now to see if I can find out what I want to find out. But it's headed to the governor. So that means that um, the land bridge project here in Cleveland might get going if they did not scratch out the uh, the line item. Can you remind me, does this fall into the same things as uh, Schoolhouse Rock? I'm just a bill. Yes, I'm only a bill. And I'm sitting here. On yeah, it, it, yeah this all works the same way. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of other bills. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a law. <laughs> So I, I, oh, I, I, have to, I, I have to take back my cheap shot. I apologize. The, uh, the the politicians did their job. We have a state budget, so we'll be able to, I guess, function as a state starting on July 1st. All right, Daryl, let's talk about that in the next podcast. You good? I'm good. I'm good. Are you good? I'm good. We covered, a lot, King, we covered good? a lot of ground in this podcast. We did. Lots of good you. stuff. I thought you were going to tell me how all your friends were Taylor Swift. They, they were like everyone on social media that I'm friends with. Like, I think the entire city of Cleveland was, was in Pittsburgh at this Taylor Swift with the pictures and videos everywhere. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Snapface, whatever Bill Belichick calls Snapchat. Like everyone was at this show. I'm like, did anyone in Pittsburgh actually get tickets to this show? Because it seems like all of Cleveland got the tickets, which by the way, it was like a road game. It's actually pretty cool. (laughs) It was a road game. All right. That's always game day in Cleveland. Thanks for listening from Meredith Kane. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. Uh, We're back again, probably what Thursday for our next edition. And Daryl will go through everything. We're going to find out about that land bridge project, which means the future, future, future of Cleveland Browns stadium. It's always game day in Cleveland.